Okay, guys, welcome back. Gotham City Sportscast. We have a new segment here. We're going to call it the Gotham City Hall Meeting. Table that we're going to go around with our guests. We're going to get their opinions on, uh, on about 10 topics, and we're going to give them each a minute to talk. Now, if they ex- uh, want to exceed that minute, they can request for an extension, but they'll have to go through my clerk, Tom, TB, you're going to be the clerk, okay? And I'm the commissioner. Yes. Are you down with that? Yeah, and remember, they can't request the additional 30 until the whole board is done, the whole panel is done yeah. on that topic. Right, exactly. So you can't, um, you can't get the additional 30 until everyone's gotten at least their turn on that one topic. Yes. So uh, just uh, follow my lead, fellas. Uh, here we go. We have a couple special here guests here. Russ Mack, you guys all remember him. He comes on for Rangers, uh, Mets, Knicks. We're going to be referring to him as the gentleman from Parts Unknown. Russ, what's up, man? Hey, guys. How you doing? God, great. Hey. We're doing great. How is it over there in Parts Unknown? <laughs> Oh, it is. How are your parts unknown? unknown. Eh, you got, you got the uh, the Ultimate Warrior and the Undertaker hanging out over there with you too, huh? Listen, they're somewhere, <laughs> but their location is currently unknown. <laughs> okay, Russ, we're going to get to you in just a minute. We also have in the other corner the Greek, Nick Kostopoulos. He is the gentleman from Mount Olympus. And you've had Nick. He's a resident uh, Yankee lover. And uh, he's going to be here tonight in our, just, in our round. I just want to go out on a disclaimer and say, even though I'm Greek and even though I'm from Mount Olympus, being a Yankee lover does not mean I'm gay. Ah, <laughs> you put two I and two together Yankee. there. Or a Yankee lover. Hey, How's Zeus doing? Tell him I said hello. Tell Zeus. Give him a smack <laughs> on the butt for me. I will tell Zeus. Very Zeus good. Thanks for being here, Nick. And then, on last, he's a newcomer to the show. We like to call him Hickstyle Mike Wade. He is the gentleman from Oklahoma, New York. What's up, Wade? Yeah, ding, ding, ding. The champion is here. Well, now there's no, <laughs> there's no winning down. or losing. I'm ready to go. I'm, I'm hanging out. I got called in on this little, uh, this little truth brokerage deal going on. I'm ready to go. Okay. Ready to do I don't want any fights. Let me say, if this guy uh, Hickstyle defines truth broker. Uh, if you look it up in the dictionary, you're gonna see a picture of this guy. Tells it like it is, and it might hurt yep. your feelings. But. Not, gonna... not a lie. I also take my tooth out when I take that Just photo. Remember, I know Zeus. <laughs> Just remember that. Zeus. 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 Cousin, the Greek god Saturday. of lightning. I'll, I'll start delegating who's going to get uh, the first shot at it. And when you go, that means your time is up. Don't say another word. Anything else you say will be stricken from the record. It'll be as if you never said it. Right. Unless we'll you on. request the additional 30 after everyone is done. Right. And if you request an additional 30, then uh, listen to you again. But uh, you guys ready? You want to get started here? I got ready. one question. Yes, Russell. Russ Hold Mack, what's up? Okay, yeah, Russ, you go, you go do, first. You go. Do, you we go have like a, do we have like a five-second warning, or is that thing just going to go off? Go off. I'll probably shout out a warning you for you, though. you got to be prepared. Okay. Yeah, I mean, if Robbie Dre could shout oh. something out, that would be and good, while too. While we're asking but. questions, i got a question. Um, yeah. I'm, I've decided each time I come on the show to eat something crunchy. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? We don't have very good recording no, equipment. I, I would ask that uh, maybe you keep everything out of your mouth until after the show. I don't know. Not a lot of crunching. Just, just to emphasize some points, you know. Tonight's, tonight's crunch is salad. Okay. We'll keep that in mind. Yeah, is that, but it crunches well. Is that romaine? I have a real question. Yes. So if I want to cut in on Russ Mac, I'd like 30 seconds of Russ Max time. That's cool? No. No, that's, that's not, not cool. cool. But I have no. a feeling you can only you're request do it anyway. 30 after your minute is up. Oh, all right, all right so guys, let's get down to some sports. Let's get down to some... Let's bring in the commissioner, right, Robbie J. That Hit would, the music. That would be me, Commissioner Robbie J. Hey, Robbie J. What do you say? Hello, everyone. I'm Commissioner Robbie J. of the Gotham City Meeting Hall. Are you all ready for the first topic? Bill Hughes. Will he revert back to his old form after his stint on the DL? The gentleman from Mount Olympus, what say you on this topic? 
what I say is that I don't think the real question is will Phil Hughes come back because to be honest, there's no way for anyone to know unless you're a doctor or you're Phil Hughes' arm whether or not you're ever going to work again. I think the real question is going to be what's going to happen if Bartolo Colon with the opportunity to get the starts does really well as he's been looking so far. He's been hitting 93 on the gun. He's got the two-seam fastball working. He's a professional. He's won the Cy Young Award before. I think the real question is going to be how quick are the Yankees going to be to rush Hughes back if Bartolo Colon starts out doing good. Now, to say that I'm in any position to say that I know for sure Phil Hughes is going to come back is rough. The one thing I will say is that the Yankees have been very whack with their handling of their young pitchers. David Chamberlain throwing 100 miles per hour his first year. They do the whole starting pitcher, the job of rules. His arm may never be the same as it was that first year. They have kind of did something really similar with Phil Hughes, which makes you wonder what's going to happen with his arm. Maybe he's still at a point where his body doesn't know if his long-term future is going to be panning out as a starter. Thank you. Time up, time up. Thanks for that. The gentleman from (coughs) Mount Olympus. Let's move over to the gentleman from Oklahoma, New York. Do you have any opinions on the matter? Yes, listen, um, Phil Hughes has has done a pretty good job here for the Yankees, um, only pretty much because he's got bats to back him up, you know. I mean, uh, he had just over a 4 ERA, um, you know, last year, and he won 18 games. But you put him on a different team, he's not going to do that great. You never know what's going to happen to somebody once their arm goes, quote-unquote, dead. Uh, You know, I mean, look. The guy did a good job last year. What's going to happen this year? Who the heck knows? None of us know. None of us are God or Zeus, as you all say. Uh, so, I mean, look, we're going to have to see what happens. They're going to give him another shot. But what do I think personally? Eh, I think he'll come back. I think he'll do a good job for the Yankees this year. And, again, this is uh, always, always for the last few years been the Yankees' deal. They need um, – they need better pitching. Phil, Phil Hughes did a good job. Again, they have the bats to back them up. Ten seconds. So we'll see what happens. Very good. Ten seconds. I'm done, man. I don't need it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll move right along then, away from Oklahoma, New York, over to the parts unknown. <laughs> Russell McManus, what do you have to say about Hughes? Well, uh, Mr. Hughes is an interesting topic. I remember uh, – Looking at his stat line last year and kind of matching it up with Telfrey's first half, and I'm thinking, well, <clears throat> I think Yankee fans are a little hard on their own guys, which uh, they have a right to be because, you know, they're they're so used to winning. They're conditioned to win by now. When one of their own is faltering, they tend to look at him and say, well, you know, he sucks right now, but he could be good. The one problem I have with Bartolo Colon argument is that if anyone's a ticking time bomb to end up on the disabled list, it is Mr. Colon. Um, so the Yankees are going to have to rely heavily on Hughes coming back and doing Actually, he is young enough, he has good enough stuff that I, I truly feel like he will come back, return to form, and honestly even progress from where he is. Uh, last year, he, he was incredible. Five seconds. Before that, he was he was good in the bullpen. So I do think Hughes will come back soon. Thank you very much, Whoa. the gentleman from Parts Unknown. Now over to my clerk. Did we have any requests for extra time on the Phil Hughes subject? Um, did any of the gentlemen, would any of the gentlemen like to request an additional 30 seconds on this topic? Not me, Okay, moving on. Do you guys have any information on Phil Hughes that us 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 non insiders <laughs> might not have? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Still, he's still. I mean, he's. They, they didn't give uh, any information on uh, what's going on. They're still listing it as dead arm. Yeah, so I we'll mean, have to see. You know, is it dead arm or not? I don't know. Maybe they're just saying that for now, but we'll find out soon enough. There's got to. That, uh, the last thing I'd like to say on that, there's got to be something, something, some small thing wrong here. I mean, yes, arm fatigue is normal, okay, but there's normally an underlying cause to that. So that that's what's going to depend on his comeback. That means you've exceeded right, your allotted time. Moving <laughs> right along. Okay. Salty. Let's keep it in part unknown. And we'll go with the next topic. Terry Collins, is he the man for the job? 
Russ Mack, what do you think? <laughs> well, asking a tough Matt fan a tough Matt question. Um, it's what we do here. If, if you look at the message that they sent out at the uh, early on in the season, Mr. Alderson, Collins both claimed that the Mets will play the game quote the right way. Uh, as as they've played thus far in the season, honestly, they they are not playing fundamental baseball. They're not catching the ball. They're not throwing the ball. They can't throw strikes. Uh, they can't hit. David Wright is striking out more than a blind man. So it's just like thirty seconds. I, 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 I can't imagine that Terry Collins is the man for the job right now because everyone was looking for a bright spot, looking for someone to, to just take this team over and have them play disciplined baseball. And honestly, they're playing worse than they were under Jerry Manuel, which is kind of sad because they seemed disinterested last year. So, no, I don't think Collins Five is the man for the job. And I think the Mets are severely lacking in talent, too, which also adds to that. Thank <clears throat> you very much for the gentleman from Parts Unknown. The gentleman from Oklahoma, New York. What are your thoughts on the Mets coach, Terry Collins? Well, the Oklahoma, as they like to call me here in New York, um, I think Terry Collins is awful. Awful. He's a hot-headed guy. Words. The Mets, I mean, the Mets are not. you admit that? Please let me get a, uh, an amen. All right? Amen. Amen. We all know that. He's a hot-headed coach with the team that struggles with the things that the Mets struggle with. Uh, gaining, gaining the lead in the beginning of the game, losing it. How many times have we do that? Take for this guy to bull. You know, you need patience to be the manager, or to be, to you know, to to deal with the Mets team. Okay. They have Tolly, Emus, and uh, you know they have no. This guy. Ten this seconds. Not for Colin. Okay. That's what that that's that's my uh, prediction for Mr. Collins. <clears throat> Thank you. So very Collins much. is out a couple of months. Oh, so wrap I'm that ready up with the parts unknown. Uh, what'd you say? Collins is out in a couple of months. Was that your final uh, opinion there? That's my final answer. Final answer. Thank you very final much, answer. the gentleman from Oklahoma, New York, Hickstar Mike Wade. Sure, sure. Let's move on over to the gentleman from Mount Olympus. Your opinions on the coach of the New York Mets. To be completely honest, I don't think it's really fair to say that there was a right guy to coach the Mets this year because the Mets roster is so abysmal this year compared to what's even been in the past when they even ended up not being good. He wanted to be good. I honestly think he was actually the right move only for this year because, to be honest, this year is kind of a waste. The Mets knew going into it they weren't going to be a big contender. The roster is not built to be a contender this year. Everyone, including all Mets fans, all the front office, everyone is waiting for next year when they get all those dumb contracts off the books that they're going to be able to get to try and finally have a chance to rebuild the team. And I really think they just needed a guy to come in there and be the fall guy for this year. And I don't doubt for a second that part of the logic in signing Terry Collins was knowing that if the Mets don't do well this year, they could just get rid of him. Also, and then next year have part of the rebuilding process be to get a new manager that can go in there and maybe shake some things up. Bobby Five Valentine seconds. would have been the right guy, I think. I think that's the guy that the Mets fans would have wanted. He's a guy that's had success here before. I honestly think if the Mets are lucky, they'll get a young guy next year. Okay, okay. Thank you. Thank you very much for the gentleman from – you're from Mount Olympus, aren't you? That's right. I am Mount Olympus. Okay, well, will right, the uh, gentleman from Parts Unknown request an additional 30 seconds on this topic? I want 30. Here we go. Gentlemen from Parts Unknown, you have officially been granted a 30-second extension. Continue. To continue on to what I was saying and to play off a little bit of what Mr. Olympus stated, um, oh, what about I me? agree that, that, that maybe he is a Band-Aid over the Mets' problems right now, but the way he was portrayed to the fans here... Uh, New York's a very sophisticated crowd. You can't tell us uh, that you're coming in to seconds. play baseball the correct way and play like this team has played for the first three weeks of the season. It's it's atrocious. It's it's a joke. It's a joke. The Mets are <laughs> a joke right now. Does the gentleman from Mount Olympus request a rebuttal? I wouldn't actually enjoy a rebuttal. Not so much to... Oh. Wait, wait, wait. Am I granted it? <laughs> 
Go ahead. Yes, you're granted. Okay, gonna, you're granted. Okay. I was just going to say, I'm, I'm going to go with but, yes. Um, made people laugh. I would say, in response to what the, from the man from the parts unknown just said, I would agree with everything that you're saying. With the one thing, though, that I will say is that I don't think it's really fair to blame Terry Collins for that. I think that the organization did a poor job of trying to, I guess, for lack of a better phrase, half-ass convincing the Mets fans that they were going to care this year, while at the same time not making any moves that would put them in a position to really be any better. Of course, the organization in a New York market is going to say that they're expecting to contend this year, and Terry Collins is a veteran. He's done it before. Okay, okay. Uh, Gentlemen from Oklahoma, New York, do you request an additional 30? Yes, yes, I, I would like an additional You have 30. been granted so 30 seconds. 15 seconds. Am I on the, on the clock? Go. On the clock. All right, here we go. Listen. You wasted five uh, of maybe them. Maybe Terry Collins. What? What? Terry Collins <laughs> may just be a Band-Aid. He uh, may not be what the Mets needed, but you're right there from down under, parts down under, all right? Um, you know, New York knows what's going on. They know the Mets are not a contender this year. They stink. They stink. So, uh, you know, taking this new manager, that's not going to do anything. Five seconds. Uh, just for us to pull the veal, the veil over the, over, over the Mets thing, you know? This is not going to happen. The veal. <laughs> oh, the veal, yeah, the veal. Okay. <laughs> the gentleman for parts unknown requests an additional 30 on this topic. Excuse me. As the commissioner, oh, I will consider this topic expired and are taking no more requests. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yeah, folks. This guy's a ceiling. Get him out of here. We're going to lock out. We're going to lock hmm. out. Here we go. <laughs> I'm going to have snow pee right there, gentlemen. Snow pee. Listen, if, if the gentleman from Oklahoma, New York, doesn't get a new phone soon, he's going to get disconnected anyway because he keeps going <laughs> out on his conversations. Uh, he's the, and you know what's what funny about it? He's like the only one I'm on a landline, landline, I think, right now. Yeah, Land, that's old school. I hear him. I hear him. <laughs> yeah, come on. You can hear me, Robbie J. Comish? I hear you. I hear you. Let's move along, though. Uh, gentlemen. Oh, that just made me want to connect. <laughs> <laughs> the next topic B. Cash Brian Cashman Should he stay or should he go Let's go right over to our Yankees expert The gentleman from Mount Olympus You have one minute Go To say Brian Cashman has been a poor GM Would obviously not be fair criticism Considering the amount of success The Yankees have had But the one thing I will say is that For those that think that Brian Cashman is the reason why that they've enjoyed the recent success, I don't think that's really fair. And the reason for that is because when they were winning the World Series every year from 96 to 2000, a lot of what was making that team work were the parts that were already there, which were the guys that were in the organization already, Derek Jeter, Jorge Posada, Andy Pettit, Rivera, the core four, so to speak. And then, uh, granted, he did do a very good job getting guys like Pino and Brocious like that, those were good under-the-radar moves, but at that point, the Yankees weren't spending $200 million a year either. As the Yankees' payroll inflated in the 2000s, sure, they were making the playoffs, and they were built for the regular season, but, I mean, I'm going to honestly have to request an additional 30 seconds to go through all the moves that ended up taking up way too much of the team's money. But just to start off with 2004, let's just start out with Carl Pavano and Kevin Brown. And I'll put it, I'll put it into my one minute there and, it, and request an additional 30 seconds. Your request has okay, been noted. Okay, the clerk has noted it. The clerk has noted it. Thank you, clerk. Moving over to the gentleman from Parts Unknown. Your opinion on B-Cash. B-Cash. I uh, can't do anything to B-Cash, man. Um, you know, the Yankees have missed the playoffs once since I've been alive, pretty much. And... Uh, it's just it's a ridiculous notion that it's quote time for a change. Um, I had a Owen quote Hart. from from a certain Yankee fan <laughs> that it's been quote a World Series end quote. Um, <laughs> I think we lost that quote. Can you repeat the quote? Yeah, re yeah say that quote again. Can you hear us? I said. Uh, Five seconds. Thank you very much, the gentleman from Pots Unknown. Let us move uh, over all right. to uh, the Hickstyle. Excuse me, 
please don't speak oh. until you're addressed. Thank you. Hickstyle, Mike Wade, the gentleman from Oklahoma, New York. Your opinion, sir? Oh, he revealed my real name. I am now uh, uh, susceptible. <laughs> to all you we uh, revealed but... it when all we right. started the show. Interesting fact most people know about this was born in the Rockville Center. Anybody know that? Nobody did. Uh, all right. Wow. Born in Rockville Center. All right. But now this is the deal with Brian. We'll have to get our guys okay, to check yes, that out. We yeah, had, we'll have to we get had Jorge. Check. We had Jorge. Okay. We had Jeter. All right. We had these people. But what bad moves has Cashman made? All right. If you take Cashman scale, bad moves on good moves, which is way out heavier. Anybody? Anybody? Good. Okay. It's gonna be good. This guy, no. He, you know. I mean, he hasn't he hasn't made any crazy, crazy, insane moves that people are looking at, saying, oh, oh look, look what he's doing for the organization. But at the same time, okay, he's kept an organization that is a winning organization and has kept that Ten winning seconds. the whole time he's been here. And you know what? Any people says Brian needs to be removed is an idiot. Bing, bang, boom. <laughs> Bing, bang, boom. Um, okay, Commissioner, do you uh, grant the gentleman from Mount Olympus an additional 30 on this topic? I will grant the gentleman from Mount Olympus an additional 30 seconds I on the topic like of an additional 30. Okay, duly, like noted, additional duly noted, 30. duly noted. Duly noted. All right, <laughs> for the love of God, we'll give you a minute. Go ahead. One minute. Okay, the Commissioner has granted the gentleman from Mount Olympus another minute. One minute extension. Ooh. Go. 2005, Brian Cashman signed Kenny Lofton. Two years later, Yankees are racist. Joe Torrey's racist. Kenny Lofton, only black guy <laughs> on the team, saying the team is racist. 2005, trade for Randy Johnson. Doesn't work. Two years later, Randy Johnson traded back to the Diamondbacks for Alberto Gonzalez, Steven Jackson, and Ross Ollendorf. Are you kidding me? 2006, <laughs> wow. Yankees had Carlos Pena in the minors. Caught him that year. Uh, <laughs> and then, you know, if you want, you traded Jose Tabata, who's led the major leagues in hits since the All-Star break last year, for Damaso Marte and Xavier Nady. Well, oh, traded in that same, in 2008, Kyle Farnsworth for Avon Rodriguez hit 200 in two months with the Yankees that year, being the catcher. My point in all seconds. of this is that the moves that have worked out for the Yankees in the past decade but, but, you know, short of, like, you know, obviously having the core four already there, whoever he ended up drafting, have been the moves that were Go ahead. obvious. Go ahead. Finish that thought. Okay. Like, 2009, they win the World Series. They signed CC Sabathia, Mark Teixeira, and A.J. Burnett. You give me George Steinbender's money, I would have told you that those were the three best guys to sign at that time also. Very good. Okay, uh, moving ahead, on. Clark. The gentleman from Oklahoma, New York, requested an additional 30, Commissioner. Granted. Yeah. Uh, granted, thank you very much. You're now, um, I, I, like I said, I don't have much to say. That, that was a very interesting, uh, interesting uh, set set of uh, sentences put together there by the uh, the Greek Nick Souvlakis. Uh, th- those were some bad moves. I really got no now. I'm going to go ahead that. and I'm reset. Not a stat man, you know, I, I don't have I don't have as many stats, you know, crammed up my butt as some people. But like I said, hardcore Yankee fan. Um, you know, we're still, we're still, we're still in in the playoffs every year. Okay, Cashman. You know, since he's been here, since he's been here, we've won six American League pennants and four World Series champions. All I gotta say about it. Bing, bang, boom. Bing. Okay. Um, the uh, gentleman from Parts Unknown, do you request an additional thirty on this topic? No, I'm just gonna sit here and laugh. <laughs> okay. No, we're actually going to move on. We'll request one more 30 second, and then I'll be done. Okay, that. go ahead and request it. Go ahead, clerk. Okay, the gentleman from uh, the Mount Olympus has requested another 30 seconds. Denied. Let's move on to the Mets. <laughs> Carlos Beltran, you of GM for the Mets, would you have traded him up to this point, or would you trade him this year? If so... What do you want in return? And if not, why are you keeping him? This first will go to the gentleman I scorn from Mount Olympus. Please, continue. One minute. Go. I'd first like to know what teams would want to trade for Carlos Beltran and how many chances the Mets would have had to trade for him given the injuries 
and all that. The one thing he has going for him is that he's off the books this year. I don't doubt for a second the Mets are going to put him on the block. You know, if I say that loosely, if they fall out of contention uh, sooner rather than later. A lot of people said the Red Sox were an option. I don't really know what they were going to be able to get for him. To be honest, if I'm the Mets, if you could trade him for a young pitcher that has any kind of upside at the deadline, I don't see why you don't do it. This this whole pitching staff definitely needs to be rebuilt. They're not going to bring Beltran back unless he comes back for a huge hometown discount. And even if he wants to come back, even if he's good, that's really should be looking to go younger and healthier in the outfield anyway. They need to retool that whole roster and start from scratch. Beltran was a good try. It's not their fault he got hurt. Ten seconds. It just hasn't worked out for him the way that it should have because of those injuries. He was really good there when he was healthy. There's no way to ever expect he'll ever get anywhere close to doing that again. They should take what they could get for him. Thank you. The gentleman from Oklahoma, New York, please proceed with your opinion on Carlos Beltran and trading him. Uh, I think at this point in his career, trading Carlos Beltran is kind of up in the air. You know, Beltran, steady, steady, um, you know, uh, home run hitter, uh, RBI hitter, you know, he brings in RBIs. But at the same time, this guy's been injured, you know, plenty of times, um, you know. I mean, last year, the beginning of the season, he was injured. He's 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 just he's just not what they need. He's got a huge contract, and I personally think I'm not. <laughs> I boost what he was. Okay, about. we just lost the Our, gentleman. From the Oklahoma. gentleman from Oklahoma, Oklahoma with the tin man. cans for a phone. Are you there? <laughs> you there? I, you know, I, think, I think he should. I think he should have should have produced better for the Mets with the amount of money he's making. So you're trading him? Any? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Very good. You have three seconds left. Would you like to say anything? Time's up. Uh, <laughs> okay. The gentleman from Oklahoma, thank you for your time. Over to the gentleman from Parts Unknown, Russ Max. Your opinion, please. Well, I'm going to start this one off by saying that Carlos Beltran will go down as the most underappreciated Met in history. For some reason, fans have some searing venom towards Carlos, and uh, it, it, it sickens me because they've never had the bases a loaded in the season. Aside from Tyler Strawberry, um, <clears throat> it's just it's just it's ridiculous. I mean, you, you look at the way he played the field. You look at his numbers for the years he was healthy. You had to know this contract wasn't going to work out for every single season. So if you can trade Carlos and get something of value for him, you do it, obviously. This team is not going to benefit from having a car. Even if he hits 45 home runs and has 120 RBIs, they're not making the playoffs. It doesn't matter. They want to pray that he has half of that at the All-Star break so they can get more for him. They'll probably have to pay 75% of the remaining contract. But if you can get something for him, there's no doubt in my mind you have to trade him. TB, request? Okay, so uh, with the gentleman from Mount Olympus, request an additional 30 on this topic. I don't think it's necessary. Okay, what about the gentleman from Oklahoma, New York? Nah, And the gentleman from Parts Unknown. Two seconds. Just want to say we love you, Carlos. Peace out. Last season, you're done. <laughs> it's just nice. Oh, Kiss of death. Uh, <clears throat> moving. Commissioner. Right along, moving right along on the uh, round table. The American League and National League Cy Young predictions. Please give us your predictions for the American League and National League Cy Young award winners. First, we will defer to the gentleman from Parts Unknown. Please, answer the question now. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not fully prepared for this one, but off the top of my head and, uh, you know, thinking about it, uh, it's going to be tough to see anyone that's not on either the Yankees or the Red Sox take this one. I don't think the Sox pitching is good enough. I'm honestly going to go with the safe bet and, and just uh, <clears throat> hinge my vote on Mr. Sabathia in prayer that he'll have 22 or 23 wins uh, on, on the team that has a great GM. Uh, <laughs> we'll flip over to the National League. Uh, 
Uh, I got my sights set on the Oliver NL Perez. West. Uh, I'm going to give a big sorry to, to Tommy Hansen and everyone on the Phillies. Uh, I don't think it's happening this year. I feel like at some Ooh. point everyone in that Philly rotation is going to get hurt. They won't have enough wins. If one of them will win, it'll be Halliday, but I'm going to go with Tim Lincecum. Um, I know that. Damn it. No, it's okay, okay, well, you could request an additional 30. I believe he said Lincecum was his final vote. Yes, he did, yeah. but, uh, okay, his commissioner. Yes, let us move over to the gentleman from Oklahoma, New York. Sir, who do you believe will oh. be the Cy Young Award winners? Um, I'm having a little, uh, action problems here, but I, I think I'm, I'm still You sound like you're around. auto-tuned. Actions, uh, okay. <laughs> you, uh, okay, the gentleman from Oklahoma, please start again. Go ahead and start over. Uh, if you are T Pain, yes, we can hear you. Let me just keep talking. I don't know if I can hear you. I can hear you now. I think you're better now. Yes, you're clear now. Cliff Lee. Okay. All right. Cliff Lee. All right. He's playing. Happy not only. Oh, listening to him this year, he sounds very calm, very cool, relaxed. I think he's going to dominate the league. Definitely. <laughs> I'm going to have to give you, you the know, early buzz. Uh, CC Sabathia. What's that? Oh, sorry. Time's up. CC Sabathia. Hey, uh, 20 wins, under seven losses. Uh, yeah. Sabathia and Lee? Okay. I'm done. CC. CC and yeah, Sabathia okay. and Lee. There you go. Sabathia and Lee. Thanks. Sorry about the connection problem. Sorry yeah. about that, yeah. uh, listeners. Okay. Yeah, uh, the, the only guy on the landline is having connection problems. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I guess that's what happens when your landline is in Oklahoma. Yeah. All right. Somebody shut the uh, Terminator we, we, up. Yeah, we might have to get the uh, gentleman from Oklahoma. We might have to replace him with the gentleman from Selfishville if his phone doesn't start working yet. Master P. Gorin? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I might just have to move spots on the stupid landline. I got gotcha. you. Oh, no. Somebody okay, you sounded me. great there. Yeah, you did sound good. Well, you know, I'm sitting in the corner, facing the wall, so I can concentrate more. I'm going to have to move out of this damn corner. Yes, get out of the corner. Now, the commissioner <laughs> would like to know, is your landline a cordless phone? Yeah. Uh, too many <laughs> microwaves near you. Uh, there's one microwave. There's, <laughs> there's one, one microwave right next to me. I admit, I admit. Oh, magnetic The gentleman. From my parts. The gentleman the... from Mount Olympus. Your ALNL Cy Young predictions. To be completely honest, if you're looking at the best picture in the league, I don't think anyone's going to doubt that right now it's got to be Felix Hernandez, just given the upside, the stuff, the fact that he seems to be coming into his own. He's, his confidence has been growing. I think he knows that pretty soon he's going to have an opportunity to keep pitching for a big payday somewhere else. So he'll definitely have the motivation, even in Seattle, to keep putting up big numbers. And uh, not to mention the fact that that's one of the better pitchers parks in the American League. So I will say him. But if, as far as the early stats would suggest, it would be Dan Harron based on the early performance. He's 4-0. His ERA and whip are both microscopic. And ever since he's been an angel, he's been incredible. So Dan Harron right now is the early season favorite, but I'm going to go with Felix Hernandez. As far as the National League goes, I definitely think that all Josh Johnson needs to do is stay healthy in the awards that he loses here. He's one of the better pitchers in baseball that not enough people know about because he's gotten hurt a lot. So far, he's almost pitched two no-hitters earlier in this year. If he stays healthy, I think he's the best pitcher in the National League. So I'm going Felix Hernandez and Josh Johnson. Thank you. Nice. I like it. Okay. Will the uh, gentleman from Parts Unknown request an additional 30? Uh, no. And uh, I think uh, I would suggest that the gentleman from Oklahoma does take an additional 30 because no one heard what he said when he first spoke. Oh, that would be additional 30. I have little to say on this. My picks are dialed in, but... Uh, and your picks were, to, once again, and to let everyone know. Mm. My picks, all right. We have Cliff Lee for the NL. Okay, he's going to definitely 20-plus it. 
We got CC Sabathia for the uh, AL. I mean, simple as that. that. Those are the picks. Perfect. Okay, and what about the gentleman oh, from Mount Olympus? Did you just ask me if I wanted more time? I think you did. Yes. Yeah, you did. Uh, what about the gentleman from Parts Unknown? You want me to, are you asking me again? Yes. <laughs> I think he already declined. Let us move along. Okay. Commissioner. Commissioner. Thank you very much, gentlemen, for your American and National League Cy Young predictions. Moving right along. Jose Reyes. If you're the Mets general manager, are you trading him this year? If so, what do you want in return? If not, why are you keeping him? Let's see if we can get a good connection to Oklahoma there. Hickstyle, are you there? Oklahoma, where the wind comes. No, No, it's not working. (laughs) No. It sounded clear to me. No, you're clear. I'm only kidding. Go ahead. One minute. All right. All right, listen. Uh, again, not a Mets fan, but Reyes is definitely one of the one of the best players they have. He's got runs, stolen bases, hits, great fielding. Trade him, you're waving a white flag, heading to the sea, rebuilding a ship, and you'll be stuck on that ship, lost at sea for years to come. Who builds a ship when they're at sea? You're going to ride a ship, not build a ship. All right? Keep Jose Reyes. He's one of the players. Come up through the organization. Okay, he's a great player. He's uh, He shouldn't be going anywhere. You'd be stupid to trade him. Stupid. Bing, bang, boom. Bing, bang, boom. That was 20 seconds early. You're obviously not a Mets fan. Moving over. (laughs) Not a Mets fan. To the gentleman from Mount Olympus. Your opinion, sir. I don't think that you should want to trade Jose Reyes because you don't think he's a good player. I think if the Mets do and ultimately choose to trade him, it'll be because they want to rebuild the roster with the package that they can get for him. The fact that he's a shortstop, and the fact that he's still in his prime and he's got so much upside would suggest that if the Mets do put him up on the block, whoever does want him is going to definitely overpay for him by a lot. I think that a good trade partner for the Mets, if they do choose to trade him, would be a team like Boston that's got a lot of young pitchers. They can also give them back Jed Lowry, who's supposed to be another big-time up-and-coming offensive shortstop. With that being said, though, I have to agree with our hick over there in Oklahoma that they are waving the big white flag if they do trade them. And I think that the only way you trade them is if you're not going to re-sign them. If you don't trade them, you have to re-sign whatever money he wants because that's a big wasted opportunity if you Ten don't seconds. trade him when you have the chance and then you let him walk in free agency because he's too valuable to let go that way. So to answer your question from a practical standpoint, if the team's trying to win, no. You want a guy like Reyes on your team. However, I do think the Mets... Denied, denied. Moving on. Commissioner. The gentleman from Parts Unknown. What say you of Jose Reyes? This is what I say. Uh, If the Mets end up trading Jose Reyes and they tell you it's because they were rebuilding the team, that's quite a nice little spin they put on it. Uh, (laughs) If Reyes is doing well and they end up trading him, it better be A, for a king's goddamn ransom, and B, these guys better pan out because what you're looking at is a shortstop who's dynamic going into his prime. And if you're trading him away when he's doing well, that means you don't have enough money to resign him. Plain and simple. He's a guy that changes the roster up and down. If he sucks and they trade him, then that means they traded him for lesser value than they should have gotten for him. So at no point do I really see that the Mets are going to make a cool, good trade with Jose Reyes involved. Um, <clears throat> I don't think they have much of a choice than Five to re-sign seconds. him for whatever he asks for. And I simply think they, they may run into a situation where they don't have enough money. And, and I would have to agree in my own opinion. You can't trade Reyes. What about you, TB? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a tough thing to do, and I'd like to see them hold on to him unless they get a King's Ransom, like Mackie said. Uh, Clerk, please ask about the 30 seconds. Okay, uh, with the gentleman, uh, well, we know the gentleman from Oklahoma doesn't want it. He didn't even go the minute. What about the gentleman from Mount Olympus? Would you like an additional 30? I think I got my point across. I don't need any more time. And finally, the gentleman from Parts Unknown, an additional 30. Yeah. You, Commissioner? 
have been granted. 30-second extension. Go. You know, it's really just it comes down to one of these situations where Jose and David were two faces of the franchise that came up one year after another. And it just they're the culture of the Mets. If you're going to equate them with this, quote, choke artist team, uh, then breaking up the core Ten may seconds. be a philosophy that some follow. But they're the two best players on a very poor team. But there's two. There's still two very good players. So uh, getting rid of either one of them is egregious, in my opinion. It, it would it would not make for a good situation for the Mets. The fans will not be happy. Thank you very much for your time. Uh, is that it, uh, Clerk? Are we moving along? They they all denied the request, and they do not get another one, Commissioner. Okay. <laughs> the future of Derek Jeter. Where does he fit in this lineup of New York Yankees? Let's go over to the gentleman from Mount Olympus. You should be able to repeat that question, though. I didn't hear it. Sure. The future of Derek Jeter. Where does he fit in this Yankees lineup? It's kind of an open question. What do you think of Jeter? I, yeah, I mean... What do I think? I think he was really good, and now he's not so good anymore. And the best spot for him in the lineup would be to be hitting ninth. He's obviously not good enough to be at the top of the order anymore. But with that being said, I mean, there isn't really any doubt that he's going to finish out his contract as a Yankee. If anything, maybe they're going to move him to the outfield. I honestly really don't think they're going to do that. I think they would sooner honestly move him to either like another infield position, like maybe third base, let's say, if A-Rod gets to a point where he ends up DHing towards the end of his career. But he's definitely not going to be putting up the numbers he used to put up anymore. He looks completely lost at the plate compared to what he used to be. It's not because he's not good, it's just because he's old. He can't do the things he used to do. He used to just rely on that forearm strength, hitting the ball the other way, even on a 95-mile-per-hour fastball in the inside corner. He just can't do that anymore. The Jaconian swing, so to speak, doesn't really exist anymore. So to answer your question, his future is finishing out his contract and then retiring. He should hit at the bottom of the order. I think that the Yankees will be more willing to do that after he gets three. Denied, denied. Commissioner? Yes, yes. <laughs> the uh, gentleman from Oklahoma, New York. Where is Derek Jeter in the future, and where does he fit in this lineup? Uh, Derek Jeter still has it. I mean, look, uh, last year he ended up the season with a 270 batting at with uh, sense, you know, I mean, that's his lowest batting average. He's been a great, great batter. You know, he's been great at the plate his whole entire career. He's off to a little bit of a slow start this year. Could that possibly be due to lowering him, uh, you know, putting him down in the lineup? It could be. What I think is they should keep Jeter at the number two spot. All right, his on-base percentage, his uh, batting average has always been up above 300 and 400 for the on-base. You know, I mean, the guy, the, the guy's amazing. He can put, he can hit it anywhere in the in the field. And you know, the future of Derek Jeter is still looking good. He's had, he's had what, almost 16, 15, 16 seasons here. And, um, you know, I don't think he's going anywhere. Wait for him to catch up a little bit this year, and he'll be back in the two spot in no time. That's what I have to say about Mr. Jeter. Good night, Commissioner. Thank you very much from the gentleman from Oklahoma, New York. Over to the gentleman from welcome. Parts Unknown. Derek Jeter, what say you? Well, it's a, it's a tough situation here. The Yankee fans may have to come to grips with the harsh reality that their childhood star slash middle-aged star slash I've been watching him since I was 40 star is, is coming to the end of his career. And it's uh, it's sad because even as a Met fan, I respect Derek Jeter. I think the fans need to show a little more patience. Uh, there is the possibility that he's just a slow starter now. Maybe he'll pick it up, have a good second half. Because last year was really the first quote, poor season that he had, and in comparison to shortstops around the league, it wasn't that poor. It was just poor for Jeter. Um, he's going to win the gold glove every year, even if he's in a wheelchair, because the voters just think he's Derek Jeter. So he is Derek that Jeter. Part is, uh, Ten seconds. Well, he is Derek Jeter, but he's Derek Jeter to them. 
Uh, Yankee fans know what I mean. Um, I think you got to be patient, but we could be facing the harsh reality that he's got to take a drop down. Thank you very much for your time, gentlemen. I was hoping gentlemen. to avoid that sound. Okay. Um, would the gentleman from Mount Olympus request an additional 30 seconds? I would like 30 seconds, if that would be possible. Amishna? Deny! No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> You're on. 30 seconds, okay. go. Yeah, no. And you know what? I would have to agree with a lot of what the, the gentleman from the Parts Unknown said. However, the one thing I will say is that I don't think no matter what any Yankee fan says about how Jeter's doing this year and how he looked last year, it's not so much not showing patience. I think it's just very, as you put it, very, very difficult to come with a grips with the fact that this guy that's been like, basically the model of perfection his whole career seconds. in New York isn't perfect anymore. We know he's going to finish out the contract. He's got to be in the, a starter the rest of his career. He's got to show him that respect. It's just simply put, they can't count on him as a superstar in a table center anymore. Brett Gardner is a better option at the top. Denied, denied. Uh, moving on, would the um, gentleman from Oklahoma, New York, request an additional 30? Absolutely. Derek Jeter always gets an additional 30 in my book. Sorry, denied. Right, um, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Your book means nothing here. Uh, okay, like moving on with the gentleman like from Parts Unknown request an additional 30. All right, go ahead, go ahead. That, I will give you this one-time extension because your phone is working correctly, so go ahead. Okay, go ahead, uh, Oklahoma uh, well, look, gentleman. Look, uh, Mr. Jeter, yes, he has been the model of perfection for how many years for the Yankees? You know, he's a great player. Is he getting old? He is getting old, okay? But again, we have to give him the respect that he deserves. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe I'll agree with moving him down in the lineup if his numbers don't pick up a little bit uh, you know, in, the next, in the next month. But I think he works better as a number two hitter than anybody else they have on the team. And it's more, more about the factor. He's done everything for this team in the last... Okay, denied, denied, denied. The uh, gentleman from Parts Unknown, did you request an additional 30 on this topic? No, I'm good. Kamishna! Thank you very much. Okay, moving along. For the American League and the National League, most valuable player predictions for the year of 2011. Oh, the and yes, yes, the I topic. am skipping a topic, and it's <laughs> my right as the commissioner. Okay? No words from you. Maybe I'll go back to it. Uh, American League and National League MVP. What say you, gentlemen from Oklahoma, New York? Okay. Well, what I have to say about this, uh, you know, and maybe this is a little biased, but um, I think uh, Mr. Alex Rodriguez, now dating uh, Cameron Diaz, that will put a little juice in his tanks. He's going to have a career year with the Yanks this season. Um, you know, he's finally taken his role, you know, taking the backseat to Jeter, and that no longer bothers him. I see him hitting at least 40 home runs, you know, probably maybe close to a 300 average and at least 125, you know, RBIs. Um, and now maybe, uh, maybe Joey Votto, Troy Tulowitzki, uh, two young guys, you know, so far they both looked great at the plate, you know, showing power, patience at the plate. Um, you know, Tulo has the ability to hit the ball as well as he does, you know, at the shortstop position and ultimately decides MVP vote for him. Ten so, seconds. you know, I'd say uh, Tulowitzki and uh, A-Rod. A-L-A-Rod and L Tulowitzki. Two seconds. Bing, bang, boom. Thank you. <laughs> I was waiting for the bing, bang, boom. Thank you. <laughs> you always seem to get right within two to three seconds and it fits. So, uh, Moving I, you know, along. I, I, <laughs> moving along. Uh, the gentleman... <laughs> From Parts Unknown, sir, your National League MVP and American League MVP predictions. Go. Well, this is a, uh, this is a, um, Mr. Oklahoma stole a little bit of my thunder because I didn't expect him to pick Troy Tulowitzki, but after watching uh -huh. that last series <laughs> where I swear to God he had a home run and every effing at that, um, you know, I, I'm going with Troy. I was not Troy's believer coming into 
But after witnessing that, I was like, geez, this guy is a cyborg at the plate. Plus, the Mets are stupid enough to pitch to him every time he's up, but that's beyond the point. <laughs> um, <clears throat> we go over to the American League. You, you got a bunch of big boppers over there. I would have uh, leaned towards someone on Boston if they didn't start the season off so poorly. Um, and honestly, looking over the Yankees roster. Ten seconds. You to go directly to A-Rod, <clears throat> but I think uh, I think this year might be Mr. Teixeira's year. Um, notoriously a slow starter. He, uh, denied, denied. Give me a schnapp. Yes, uh, yes. Uh, uh, we'll move along, and you can request your extension, you. sir. And, yes, we will uh, go back to you to your additional request, Mr. Parts Unknown. Over to uh, the gentleman from Mount Olympus. Your American League and National League MVP predictions. I think Alex Rodriguez is going to be everyone's favorite this year just because of the fact that it looks like he's healthy. He's going to be the cleanup hitter for a team that, you know, more likely than not will obviously be in the playoffs. He's going to definitely get the RBIs hitting in the cleanup spot. But to go with a little bit more of an interesting under-the-radar pick, I'm going to go potentially with Nelson Cruz in Texas, especially now that Josh Hamilton is going to be out for the next couple of months because from what I've seen, there's no doubt in my mind Texas is going to be winning that division this year. So in the end, when you're looking at all the best players on all the best teams in each league, you're going to look at the Rangers and realize that I think this year Nelson Cruz's stats are going to wow you. The guy is going to probably steal 20 bases. People don't realize that. He does steal bases for a big guy. He got 40 home runs this year if he stays healthy all year. Last year, injuries were a bit of a concern. That held him back a year. So I think he's a big sleeper. So when a rods the logical choice, though. As far as the National League goes, I'm not going to lie. Tolo Whiskey was my pick, too. I'm really upset that both of my comrades have also picked him. <laughs> So for the sake of making things sound a little bit different... Uh, denied, denied. Well, I will say this before I go to the additional request that is good for the show, that you're all picking the same people because I think you're all right. Okay, now to the man from Parts Unknown who is cut off. Would you like to request an additional 30 seconds? No, I just want to lock... No, oh, you got to request it. You can't talk. <laughs> you can't no, talk without requesting your 30 block. seconds. I'm gone. I hope the listeners heard me. <laughs> You're fine. Uh, Go ahead. Okay, Come then. Uh, that was that. And we're moving right. on to the gentleman from Oklahoma, New York. Would you like an additional 30? Bing, bang, boom. No. <laughs> okay. And now, moving on, last but not least, to the gentleman from Mount Olympus. Would you like to request an additional 30? Oh, I feel a I didn't even get an answer out of two of the three, and they don't want an extension. They want to get out of here. All right. Well, uh, hey, I gave you an answer. You rang a loud ass bell when I was saying it. This is, this is all technology, my friend. Don't talk back, or I'll hold you in contempt. All right, real, real quick, one more time, just to round it up. Um, the Greek, who'd you pick? I'm Who'd the Greek pick? Tulowitzki and uh, who? A-Rod? Come on, give us your picks there, down under. Nick, who'd you pick? Nick. Dick. Yeah, no, the other Greek guy on the show. This is one of my other for the guys <laughs> down under. Your name's Nick, right? I said Joey Votto, and I said Nelson Cruz. Okay, and what about right. the hextile Wade from the Oklahoma, New York? The Hickstyle, we got the A-Rod and the Tulowitzki. And what about the Rusty Mac from the parts unknown, the gentleman from there? Yeah, Tulowitzki, share a double piece. All right. All right. All right. Commissioner. I got it. <laughs> gentlemen, we are rounding down to the final topic. This <clears throat> we consider the wild card topic. If you were in Major League Baseball, what would be your song that you walk to the batter's box to, and why? First, we'll go over to the gentleman from Mount Olympus, Nick the Greek. What song would you like to play as you walk to the batter's box, and why? I really wanted them to go first. I hate that. I hear my guests give me this first, but... Uh, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with I would walk 500 miles 
from the Proclaimers. You know why? Because when I go <laughs> Did you never swing? You know what I'm trying to do? You know what I'm trying to do? I'm trying to draw a walk. And if I'm lucky, I'll walk enough time to add up to 500 miles. Whoop! That's wow. what I have to say about that. Wow. Don't, doesn't even need the Can full someone minute. ring a bell? Can someone ring a bell? <laughs> ring a bell. Bell, 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 bell. Time's Thank up. You. Time's up. Uh, moving over to the gentleman from parts unknown, Russ McManus. Oh, what say you? I thought a little bit about this. I think Belvy's going to like the shout out. He uh, steered me towards this song back in our days as the Navy SEALs. Boys to men. Jada Kiss, the champ is here. Nice. We like that one. And hopefully we'll be playing that after the Knicks are done uh, winning the uh, championship. Yeah. yeah. Very good, very good. And... What championship, Belvy? The Eastern title. Not the, yeah, well. not the national <laughs> title. I, I think... Uh, I, I didn't introduce uh, you yet, mind. but go ahead. No, you didn't. That's why I never minded myself. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, you're up. Ah, oh, me. Who? Oh, it's the Hickstyle, a.k.a. Mike Wade from Oklahoma, New York. Now, this was a tough choice here. This was a tough choice. I, I was choosing between two great songs from two great movies. Okay? Now, one, the one I decided was goodness gracious, great balls of fire. I don't know who it's played by. I don't know what the name of the damn song is. Pretty sure it's Great Balls of Fire. All right? And why? It is, it I is. And I think it's by Jerry Lewis. Day. Jerry Lewis. Hitting, hitting home runs all day. The balls will be on fire. Plus, I got itchiness down there. So, balls of fire. <laughs> <laughs> Ring the bell. It was Ring the bell. Thing, and that's just a given, you know, balls of fire. <laughs> oh ding, ling, ling, ding, bang, boom. Uh, we are getting an explicit for this one. Commissioner! Gentlemen, the commissioner wants to extend his gratitude to you for the time you have spent at the Gotham City Hall meeting. Thank you very much for answering all the rigorous questions, even though we skipped one. And <laughs> we... We appreciate that you call in from all parts of the I'm pretty sure Oklahoma, New York must be somewhere in the back of Harlem where they have no phone service. <laughs> oh, oh shout out to Harlem 139. We know you got phone service. <laughs> and uh, the parts unknown. No, seriously. Thanks, guys. Uh, Russ Mack, uh, gentleman from parts unknown. Gentleman from Oklahoma, New York. Hickstyle, Mike Wade. And gentlemen from yes, Mount sir. Olympus, we got uh, the Greek, Nick Kostopoulos. That oh. is our uh, our new, and that may be the only time we ever do that. <laughs> Holy moly. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, we'll have to judge it crowd reaction. Any any last words? We'll go to, uh, to uh, the Hick style, Mike Wade. Any last words, sir? I would. I would like to say, uh, TB, Robbie J. Russ Mack, and this new Nick Slockett guy. A bing, bang, boom. It was a great time. <laughs> we should do it again. I wouldn't recommend it, but we should try. Yeah. How about one more dirt for the road? Dirt! <laughs> <laughs> and uh, over to the uh, gentleman from Mount Olympus. Any last words, Nick? You know, it's a real shame that there are more Greeks good at baseball. Maybe one day Nick Markakis will win the MVP <laughs> in Baltimore. We'll see if Bucky Buck Showalter over there can get him going over there. We'll see. I think uh, Zeus. I don't know, that all said, it has been a pleasure, gentlemen. Thank you. Zeus is smiling on you. And uh, the gentleman from Parts Unknown, <laughs> Russ McManus, Russ Mack. <laughs> what did I miss there? Not I've been playing. <laughs> what? <laughs> Order, order. <laughs> Russ Mack, oh, yeah. last words. Hello. Russell McManus. Hello. What's up? You got any last final words? words. <laughs> yeah, what Warthens crap. Let's go Rangers. <laughs> all right, guys. Thanks again for your time, and uh, we'll talk to you all soon.
All right, come back. Thank you very much. Good day. Good day. Bing bang boom. Bing bang. <laughs> wow. Well, that was an experience, huh, Belv? Yeah, that was crazy. That was crazy. Well, that, that's um, that's what you get when you get all these people from around the world together. Like <laughs> yeah, that. all in the same. Yeah, all in all on the same phone call. It was a little hectic. We had some people coming in and out, namely the hexile, but we'll work on that for the next time. We apologize. I swear he was that. he was auto tuning as he went. I mean, it was like a Kesha yeah. song. It was crazy. Yeah, and he was the only one on the landline too, which is just uh, yeah. I don't even know. I don't know what to say about that. that. But anyway, uh, that that wraps it. This is our special uh, special show, and we're gonna have uh, some Knicks coverage, some Rangers coverage later in the week. Uh, we touched on Mets, Yanks. So, well, let's wrap it. Uh, anything else, TV? Before we go, uh, you know, we're we're gonna save everything for the big playoff extravaganza show that we're bringing you in the middle of the week. So, not too much. Just I think the show was great, and I, I hope you guys I hope you guys enjoy it. All right, let's see if the Knicks can uh, pick up a uh, win next game. They'll be on tomorrow night. Yes, they will. Let's go Knicks. Beat let's Boston. And Rangers, too. Rangers. See you guys.